This is the DTV Digest, the podcast that brings you news and reviews of films which didn't make it to the cinema. And now, here's your host, Mike Parkin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DTV Digest Short Shots. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Parkin, and joining me is Richard Hawes. Hello, everyone. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be looking at some fan films. We're going to be kicking off with The Last Ronin. Then we have Legend, a Dragon Ball tale. Uh, next up is Nightmare, Man or Bat, a Batman fan film. And then we have Star Wars X-Wing to finish off. So without further ado, let's crack on. Our first film then is The Last Ronin. The last standing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reminisces about his mission and whether or not he should continue. Um, we've had sort of dark takes on, you know, sort of more family franchises in the past, Rich, sort of like the um, mm-hmm. um, Power Rangers, for example, was, is probably the prime example. Where yeah. it sets off further in the future and they're grown up and you know some of them have died and some of them have turned evil and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that was a very good um sort of setup. Um this is a, this is a tease, isn't it? I think this one, I mean it's, it's a great idea, I have to admit. Um and it you know it does sort of fit in with a sort of dark universe kind of setting. Um but at the end of the day, this this is a bit of a tease. It's only five minutes long. It's very well rendered. You know, it looks great. Um, but you're just kind of wishing we had some bit more oomph to it. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's intended as proof of concept or something. But it is, unlike that Power Rangers and, uh, and stuff that we were talking about, this is based on a, you know, a graphic novel that oh, was right. published in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, by the original creator of the... Uh, of the turtles kevin eastman and uh, mm. his collaborators so it's it's kind of an old man logan but with mm. with, a, with a with a ninja cell uh, not so much of a teenager anymore yeah, certainly not a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean the the what what is on display here is 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 quite a tantalizing teaser i mean it's essentially a story of suicide which mm. is a bit which is a bit disturbing um but it's kind of but also kind of fits in with you know the sort of um yeah that's know, how they've been Asian brought up I guess, mythos, yeah, know, sort of yeah. ro- samurais and ronin and you know ninjas and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff so the yeah what we've got is some very good cgi uh accompanied by a voiceover uh it's about four minutes long really interesting definitely got i mean if this was sort of a this is I, coincidentally i saw the comic book for this um, in Forbidden Planet in London, I think it was I was with you at the time. Oh, and I, we were we were looking around Forbidden Planet, and I saw it in there. I thought oh, that's interesting, and I say, took a photo of it and sent it to my friend, whose turtle was mad. And uh, mm. and then this went. This was released um, like within like a couple, one or two weeks or something of that. It was, it was quite coincidental because right. um, the, the the book itself is not new. The book uh, say that's how you know it obviously took it would have taken him a long time to actually make this, but the book came out in uh, around 20 or at least the original issues came out in 2020 mm. uh, and must have taken him uh, the, the guy uh, Marcus uh, Magnus sorry Edland must have taken ages to to produce because you know the, uh, the the whole environment is so well rendered 
with not just the character but the the sort of uh, the the sewer home the, yeah. uh, the the dwelling uh that he's got and yeah the the sort of the tone and that is there the um the sound effects of the you know dripping pipes and all that sort of stuff it, it's a really interesting so it's a it's a finality it's a it's a final thing but it's like oh, wow what would what would a, a, a turtles movie i mean we've seen um a few turtles movies actually coming out you know animated films there was one oh, recently yeah. on netflix um and there was one uh one or two that actually got like physical releases you know there was the one the tie-in with batman and stuff they did i think and mm. um, so it would be really interesting to see a feature adaptation of this particular story i'm quite i'm, I'm very curious about it because i haven't i haven't revisited any turtle stuff since i was you know since i was a boy so I, i'm mm. really actually quite uh keen to see that kind of gritty take on it you know sort of mature version which i believe was always there in with the turtles that it was the turtles yeah was if you kind go of, back to the original sort of kevin yeah. eastman stuff yeah yeah i think they really made it quite juvenile you know friendly for the for the tv cartoon but if you, mm -hmm. in the original comic books it was there was because uh eastman had worked on i think like things like heavy metal and stuff it was, it was a lot there was a sort of a darker edge to mm. to a lot of it so yeah i think this is i mean this is really quite an impressive little little taster yeah absolutely um okay so moving on then we, we don't score these um but we do recommend you check them out there will be a link to this in the footnotes below our next film then is legend a dragon ball tale given diplomatic orders by the ground the grand council Vegeta, now king of the Saiyans, sets out on an interstellar assassination mission. Um, this, unfortunately, I, I think I drifted off in the middle of this, uh, Rich. Um, I'm not a fan of Dragon Ball at all. Um, and I rapidly lost interest in the middle of this. I, I, I can certainly see the love that went into this, I, I certainly respect the, you know, the um, the amount of effort and production values that they've gone for. Um, but personally, I, I'm I'm just not a fan of this. So, yeah. Um, what do you make of it? Well, I don't I don't know. Dragon Dragon Ball is actually quite big, at, 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 even at the moment, because there, there's mm. like a Fortnite tie-in and there's a feature film that's actually in cinemas. At the moment, they're even play, play, playing it on 4DX screens and all that sort of thing. It's quite, it's, okay. which has quite surprised me really. They, and you can see it in dubbed or subtitled. And all this, there's all these options. Um, so, Dragon Ball is a big popular franchise uh, that I've never watched. Uh, I haven't even seen the. Because uh, if I'm right, they did make a Hollywood movie. Yes. With uh, sort of, um, yeah, from that, and uh, I haven't even seen that. So I don't really know any of it apart from. A couple of the characters, but and I'm not even a big fan of anime. But what the what I could see, you know, watching this is, yeah, I mean, this they've captured that anime look and feel and pace, mm. as far as I can tell, it absolutely perfectly. Um, the 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 filmmaker Nasir Pasha and the um, uh, I think they're called a Studio Stray Dog team mm -hmm. that have worked on this. I mean, it, it it plays exactly like I would think an anime would play. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 it's got all those sort of you know visual 
you know traits and tropes and you know the sort of raw you know roaring and the lights and the flashes and the thing and yeah. uh it's it's i got lost i got no idea what's going on i could tell that you know basically it's you know characters are fighting and, and you know they intro but they were introducing so many different characters and i was thinking is that the same character and he's just sort of changed his identity and stuff mm. i don't know i'm not a fan but the but just the visual sort of sensory assault was just uh, astounding i thought it was really i mean it's 11 minutes well 10, it's about nine or ten minutes long plus some end credits but yeah wow what a you know that's a long and that's a long time in animation you know how how long that must have taken to put to put together i was just thought it looked fabulous uh um it doesn't make me want to go and watch the show but i you know i've watched this twice and i don't regret spending that time i just think it's really good it really stands out against a lot of the other fan films that we look at um hmm. i think we've we've seen animated stuff before and you know um we've there's quite a few animated films and fan films as, as well. Yeah. But mm -hmm. th this one, I think more than, more than most really captures that sort of Japanese anime kind of look and feel, yeah. and, you know, relentless, you know, um, uh, you know, <laughs> I say it, it is like a, it is like a more like an experience, you know, Oh, mm. you know, so a bit overload of mm. everything that's going on. It's, 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 uh, it's very cool. If you, if you drop this in the middle of a run of uh, Dragon Ball episodes, I wouldn't be able to pick this out from sort of the, you know, the, act, the quality of the actual show itself. It's, know, it's it, so, it, it feels so authentic. It does. It really does. Um, I, I just wish I was the audience for it, but I'm not. Um, there you go. Um, that is Legend, a Dragon Ball tale. If you're a fan, please check it out. You will find Another. a link. Another thing I just want to mention is that they mm -hmm. they make there's a note at the start of the film which goes to great pains to say they made everything they didn't take in any elements which mm. does happen with fan films sometimes you'll have sound or music or, or you know bits and bobs that they've incorporated yeah, yeah here they built everything from the ground up they just based it on you know the character designs obviously they've they've mm. re they've recreated and everything but all the sound and stuff is so and uh, so I think I think the, the sound effects and all that. Um, is all really impressive as well. The whole package that they did a really fantastic job. Absolutely. So if you're a fan, please go check it out. You'll find a link in the footnotes below. Our next short film is Nightmare, Man or Bat. Yep. In this film, um, the Cape Crusader is trying to investigate uh, the disappearance of a bunch of scientists um, the appearance of a giant creature who looks like a giant bat. Um, I, apart from one tiny element, I really like this. Um, it, it plays with the, you know, the the usual sort of Batman tropes, but um, it presents it really well. And it's the first time in any film or series since the comics and probably since the animated series where we have Bruce Wayne in disguise. You know, it's one of those sort of elements that, you know, you used to pick up quite a lot, um, but it's, it's never been done in, in any mm -hmm. of the films. You know, this, this idea of him sort of taking on different personas to sort of, you know, going undercover and that sort of stuff. And I, I, yeah. I really like that. I like, I like to play this character called Matches. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, so you know, sort of uh, hustling people for pool and stuff like that. It was it was a great touch. Um, we also get Jason Todd um, as a sort of very disgruntled 
Robin, although he doesn't actually play Robin in this one. Uh, we, we don't see him in costume, um, but he's, he's got his own agenda, as we find out at the end. We'll come back to that. Um, yeah, but I, I, I really like this. Uh, I've already got two, two little niggles, um, but I'll get to, onto those in a minute. How did you like this one? Yeah, did I like think yeah. I did, and I think that what's uh, what's good is we're seeing a lot of these Batman fan films get it. They're they're sort of forming series, and mm. they get better each time. Now I haven't. I can. This is the third in a film in a series, and I confess I haven't seen the originals. Mm. Um, but it looks to me much in the same way as Bat in the Sun's films are getting more polished as they go mm. along. With uh, dying is easy being their their yeah. latest one. Is that why this um, is called Nightmare? Is that like the, the Nightmare trilogy or something? Yeah. Well, the first film was called Nightmare. The second right. one was called um, well, it was it was Nightmare, and then the caveat was uh, sorry, the subtitle was Killing Joker. Right. So the the emphasis was on Joker, and then mm. uh, this one is say focused on the the man, man character. Man mm. character. Um, it's got a the cinematography is really good it does feel you know quite polished in places and stuff mm -hmm. that the costume see the look and the cost the costume of the character seems to draw from the nolan version as, as much of these things as much of them do these days but it's got its own uh look own design it's 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 a blue yeah. costume which are it's, which is quite yeah. curious it's it that's the only issue is that it, for me is is the color sort of stands out a bit too much but I like the design of it. I like it. It's like this sort of full body Kevlar kind of design, isn't it? You, know, you get the idea. It's like, you know, this sort of really sort of toughened material, but still quite flexible. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. And he's got that sort of moving head gear bit. Yeah. yeah. The Christian yeah, Bale Batman. Yeah. Had. So that looked really good. Um, the same. So, but one of the key things which sort of made this stand out for me was that I just thought the, the CGI that they brought in for mm. the man that character was a, of a really, really decent standard. It was very good. Um, yeah. Especially when he's out flying across the city and, and mm. stuff. I just thought that was, that's what really made this stand out. That they, mm -hmm. They've sort of gone that extra mile. It must have taken ages. Again, we've sort of talked about a lot about these films with, you know, the CGI and we'll, you know, we'll talk about even more, but the, um, it, you know, that, that's, that's a really solid, piece of work there that you know is something that i haven't seen before in a in a in a batman fan film or, or yeah, any yeah. other sort of superhero kind of fan it film was an render. interesting way to take it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it was it absolutely yeah. and the uh it aside from that just the sort of story, the story is about 10 minutes long mm. the kind of investigative you know voiceover kind of thing with batman mm -hmm. was was pretty good in the recent um because i know the investigation thing was a feature of the the Matt Reeves Batman recently. Yeah. Did they add voiceover or did they leave voice? I, I can't remember it if is. Batman does voiceover in that. this. This 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 is one of the things I'm coming on to. This is uh -huh. the other sort of niggle I have. See, see in the the um yeah Robert Pattinson version of Batman, mm. you know, we, we have a very emo um Bruce Wayne. And at the beginning and the end of the film, he, he does we we get this sort of you know, monologue basically of sort of you know this city is a curse or you know all this sort mm. of stuff. You know, I I am you know I'm trying to instill fear and all this. Um, and then th this one as well, we get this whole sort of like you know B Batman sort of waxing lyrical about Gotham and the city and stuff. And it's like he he, he sounds like a sort of teenage you know <laughs> teenage goth doing his poetry reading or something. It's it's that sort of thing. It's like you know, it's 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 his dream journal kind of writing. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's how it comes across a bit. It, it's not how a real person speaks. It's it's someone who's like an aspiring poet or, you know, try, just trying to be incredibly pretentious about the, what, what they're up to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, that's, you know, that's me, you know, but um, I, I think it, it's sort of riffing on the, um, you know, the Robert Pattinson approach. Mm. But but there you go. Um, but other than that, I, I thought this was absolutely solid. Now, did you see the? Of course, the credits. Of course, did. I did because you, did. I, you know I'll be watching the credits and I saw just having the look at the, you know, the, the the bar at the bottom of the screen. I'm thinking, oh my god, there's ages left. Them, what's going on? And then of course, we get this follow-on scene with the red hood. Um, mm. And it is brutal. It is seriously brutal. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, it's like the Punisher, isn't it? <laughs> it's like the Punisher, but that is the character of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, have you, have you seen the actual cartoon, the the, uh, the animated film? I've seen I've seen the Batman under the Red Hood. That's it. Yeah, yeah which was really good. Yeah, it was. Um, and that's what we basically have here. There is mm. there is one very sort of weird niggle in this thing. Because we overhear the TV, there's a, there's a newscaster on the TV who's interviewing uh, Lex Luthor. And the newscaster says something like, it's been 110 days since the last sighting of the Batman. Yeah. Which is like, well, no, because we, we've just seen the Batman. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and this is directly following on from that. At least it's, it's, you know, it's the same bar. So you know, it's well, same... it says one year later is exactly Don't what it says. It? Yeah, no, it comes I, I up. missed that. Oh, I must have missed that a bit. Oh, it comes up on the screen one year later. But even oh. that, that's, that's uh... well, that makes sense because yeah. because I'm I'm sort of watching the Red Hood do his stuff, and as you said, it is very much like the, the Punisher, and and the fact that he uses one of the um, the batarangs to to kill somebody, sort of sticks it in the bar, and then sort of jams somebody's head into it. Oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah. thinking if Batman's around, he's going to put two and two together and come up, you know, he's not going to come up with five if he's, you know, he's going to know who it was, who, who it was who's, who's doing all this. But the, yeah, if he was set one year later and, and, and the, you know, Batman's not being around, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I think there's uh, a, I think, I don't know if this is intended as a lead into the next, because that's what it's, it's mm. funny, because this has its own credits and own title as well. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like they took the, the they had the, the first film and they've mm. added they, they've added another film on at the end this is like a yeah um a, a second five minute film which yeah. is called a tale of two robins yeah because um, yeah. the red hood and is it, and it is, is like um it's, it's like they went oh we've still got this location for an extra day let's let's do something with yeah. it you well know? they do and they do a proper it's a pro, it's a fight scene short essentially yeah. uh, and it and it's a pretty decent one with some yeah like you say some really sort of hard hitting uh mm. violence uh you know he's he's um He's slicing people up and stuff. And yeah, the Red Hood character mm. is um, is Jason Todd. Yeah. Um, so he, we saw him in the first bit, and he kind of parted ways. So it sort of went off, and it seemed like he was just going off. Um, yeah. For for, uh, for a thing, but obviously, but now they kind of painted it like, oh, we never saw him again or something. I don't know. I don't know quite how that fits. But um, but still, it's a it's an interesting return to the environment. The mm. character has sort of taken on this different persona. And we're we're seeing some of the same characters we saw in the in the previous story, including mm. the scientist, including the girl who you know the woman who I'm not the sure if she's supposed to be Harley Quinn or, or, All right, yeah. or but she's very much a um, sort of she beca- in the first bit she's kind of introduced 
and by the by the second story she's sort of ingrained herself with the sort of joker gang yeah, essentially yeah. it seems um she's gone through she's gone uh through a sort of um, become more indoctrinated in, into it. I don't know. I don't know what character. You know, again, the, a lot of this stuff is really pulling from a lot of law. It's like the Red Hood stuff, you know. Isn't it? Unless mm. you know what's going on, and you're you know, that. That's kind of yeah. where it sort of relies on the fans. Yeah, to fill it's a, in it's what's a deep going cut, on. isn't it? It's a very, it is. It's a yeah. Um, unless you know what's going on, you would you wouldn't necessarily get what what's happening. And and mm. I, I think in some cases I was missing stuff. And you got like a nice little bit with Lex Luthor on the telly. Mm. Um, being interviewed as president of the United States and all that sort of stuff, uh, which I, which I quite liked. And yeah, I think if I'm not sure whether to take it as two separate films or whether to take it as one film mm. with a, what seems like an end credit scene that then yeah. seems to just go on for ages. And I was like, and then it turns out it's an, it's actually got its own title. Yeah. So, was, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's obviously yeah. Now we're intrigued as to what happened, sort of six months ago, or whatever. You know. Th- um when batman disappeared yeah so i thought it was i was it was very solid and mm. both you know the whole package was really interesting brought up lots mm. of interesting stuff well well shot um definitely seen definitely interested to sort of go back and watch the first couple of films yeah uh, and i'm really interested and I'm really keen to see where where it goes next i'm i'm so glad we're getting stuff which isn't just sort of it's another version of the joker sort of thing you know that that's one of the small things that let down you know that, that sort of was a detriment i should say to the batman was they had to have a scene with someone who's obviously the joker in it mm-hmm. um it's like you don't need it you know just just let it go but no that obviously how will people know it's a batman film if there isn't a joker in it but there you go that's me um so yes i'm, I'm glad we're getting these shorts i mean like um uh, broken promises the the uh, animated one we had a while ago uh, which which focused on two-face and the ventriloquist um mm, i think yes. i think you know using the mamba and and you know having the technical skill to do the mamba you know this um is 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 brilliant so yeah there's a wealth of um you know stories and lore that they can um, delve into. It doesn't always have to be, you know, the same characters over and over again. No, um, there's some other. I mean, there's a whole bunch of. I mean, there is. There's quite. There's some Red Hood fan films out there. One of which is called um, uh, Red Hood: The Fallen. I can't remember whether I've seen it mm-hmm. or not. But boy, the poster looks fantastic. If you look, if you just look up Red uh, Red yeah. Hood fan films, then the poster. Well, funny enough, yeah, that's that's actually come up on my thing now, now that I've watched. Um, yeah this one you know that's, that's the next thing that youtube sort of like um you know sort of lined up to there's also a night nightwing short that i really want to see which has got really mm. a lot a, a lot of um uh really good uh stunt people involved so i'm i'm thinking that's right. gonna have a, yeah, that some good. good action in it and stuff so yeah i mean there's tons of these films out there and we we try and sort of pick out the the best ones the best we can but there's still um there's so much more to explore so uh, mm. if anybody finds something that is uh, of, of, a, of an excellent standard that, that we haven't seen or mentioned then uh, please highlight yeah. it in the comments this yeah if, if you're if you are a batman fan then you definitely need to check this out i think um it is very very good um you, you may have issues with the costume it may be a bit too bright but um other than that i, th- I think this works really really well so check it out it's in the footnotes below <laughs> Our final film tonight is Star Wars X-Wing. 
this is a short which follows two X-Wing pilots as they take part in a huge battle to liberate Coruscant. Um, wow, is basically all I can say to this, Rich. This should be in a cinema, shouldn't it? <laughs> this should be in a cinema. I mean, you know, without any sort of hyperbole, I I watched, um, you know, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> when I came out of that film, you know, I, I had sea legs, basically, you know, from, from that whole sequence at the end. Um, and I must admit, watching this, I, I got dizzy. You know, I, I was seriously spinning in my chair watch, watching the acrobatics going on with the, you know, as, as like these, a theme park ride, isn't it? <laughs> it was, you could, you know, if you made this into 3D and, you know, you, you could definitely pack a cinema like, like in, you know, like a 4D screening or 4DX screening or whatever. Um, yeah, there are parts of this that there's a bit where the tube fighters sort of dive towards the planet and they're sort of going between ships and everything. And it just looks amazing. You know, um, if, if it wasn't for one or two shots like within the cockpit, um, you know, this and just a bit more polish to, to the whole sort of graphic side of things, you know, People in Lucasfilm must be kicking themselves watching this. Yeah, the, I think I agree with you. The, um, the the human characters, when we see the human characters mm. in the, in what is an entirely uh, computer generated short, they are the kind of weak link. But you know, mm. it's a very very minor thing. I mean, the 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 complexity of the of the environment uh, and the speed. Mm. I mean, this is really exhilarating stuff uh, and it does feel like yeah whether it's a scene from a, a movie or, or it's a, a bit like a cut scene from a video game mm. but it's more like um yeah sort of a theme park ride kind of um experience you know, or, or which again is like you say like the 4dx kind of thing yeah. um even without that though you know just watching it on your computer screen or on your tv mm. screen you will feel like you are you know, you're there and you're moving around and oh, you, you'll be in so awe of the depth. visual effects. I mean, yeah, there's, it, there's there's a bit at the end where a big, like, Star Destroyer emerges mm. from, from, like, a, you know, it's been hidden underneath some things. It breaks out and it's just, it's just amazing. <laughs> it's just so, it, it so, good. so good. Yeah, it really does. Um, the, the way it's shot actually reminded me of the film Carter that we covered a couple of weeks ago with a Korean film. Oh yeah, because, yeah. because of the way the camera moves between, you know, the, the characters in, in the cockpit to outside and, and it sort of swings around, it sort of takes yeah. in, you know, showing us other stuff that's going on. Um, it, you know, watching it within Carter was horrible because um, it, that's no way to make a feature film. <laughs> you know, it's it's great for a sequence, but it's, you, you cannot sustain it for like two hours. Basically, that would be horrific. Um, but for the, for the purposes of of this, um, I, I think it works incredibly well. You know, the, the, it, it's just mind boggling how good it is. Yeah, and it was um, uh, made by a guy called Christopher Parks. Uh, mm -hmm. It was inspired. It was actually inspired by a video, one of the Star Wars video games. I, I forget which one. Mm. I think it was inspired by the video game and, and a couple of other, one or two other sources, maybe. Um, I, what I would say is there's another film uh, which kind of harkening back to what we were talking about with Dragon Ball mm. earlier. Uh, there's an, another, uh, you know, uh, 
vessel <laughs> vessel themed uh, film called uh, t- uh, oh, a Tie Fighter. Fighter one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So there's a there's a Tie Fighter manga anime, you know, Tie Fighter short, which is completely different to this, but would make a really interesting sort of um, double bill to show the sort of mm. two different, you know, two very different sides of the animated fan film world of uh, you know of, of what people have been inspired by by the uh, by the Star Wars universe and say um, the Tie Fighter films. Uh, it, uh, it's it's kind of got that same kind of energy, but it's a very different thing. It's not about any dialogue or anything and stuff. And this is very much, you know, you're constantly uh, in communication. You're hearing from the characters mm. as they as they're talking to you. You're being told what's going along, whereas the other one is more vis- more visually you know, um, driven. Um, but there, there there are a couple of different. I mean, for me, I think I prefer this kind of style. I mean. Mm-hmm. This, this is the visual effects here are the match of anything in any of the current uh, Disney looks. Oh, films, absolutely! You know, yeah, productions. Yeah, it, it's it's just miss, missing a bit of sheen, you know, a bit of polish mm. to it. But you know, the camera work, you know, that that depth of fields that that you get um, is is absolutely amazing. It really is. You know, as, you know, if you if you sort of link this up to like a four DX screening. And, and the, you know, you've got the seat moving and stuff like that. It would be an amazing sequence. And I think what's was. happening with a lot of these filmmakers using these, um, some of these new CGI and, you know, anima- animation tools mm. and stuff is a lot of the stuff there is, is sort of being um, packaged to, to be able to achieve these kinds of things a lot more easily than they ever were before. Um, the, you know, the, there's, there's all these, you know, Unreal Engines and, and stuff like that, that people on Blender, uh, you know that um, people are becoming masters of, and just making these really impressive little, little films that uh, are, um, you know, m- way beyond what what anybody would ever expect anybody to be able to. I mean, a bit like what um, you know, Gareth, um, uh, Gareth was it um, Edwards uh, when he yeah. did Monsters. You know, mm. and he, he made that film basically in his what they say in his bedroom or, or whatever they say. But you know what the what the capabilities are with with some of the software and stuff if people can master it and they can get a hold of it quite easily like the cameras you know people can get really really good quality camera work from phones these days you know if oh, yeah. you know what you're doing uh it, it's uh you know you get the lighting right and stuff so um yeah and i think what we've seen here in this package of uh, like four little four films here is just sort of a really interesting diverse collection of, of films that have been made with a lot of passion and a lot of skill Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Um, yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan, you really, really need to see this. It is very, very good. Even if you're not, you know, if you have a passing interest, um, this is just technically just one of the best things we've seen in a long time. Um, so please check it out. It's in the footnotes below. And that is our roundup of shorts for the time being. So thanks, Rich, for curating these this week. Thanks for Thanks for taking the time. Nah, not at all. Um, please check them out. They're, they're definitely worth your time. I think altogether they come to about 40 minutes, um, the shorts this week. So, yeah, you can fit these in your lunch hour. Um, other than that, don't forget to check us out on uh, Facebook and Twitter at the DTV Digest. Uh, this show also has its own Twitter page, and Rich likes to curate a new film every evening around about 8 o'clock. So please check that out too. And I just Thanks. want to give a special mention to Fan Film Friday. If you search the hashtag Fan Film Friday, you'll find loads of really high quality fan films that we post uh, every Friday. Awesome. Absolutely. 
So thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening to the DTV Digest. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and tune in again next time.